How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori here on The Writer's Way. Hey there, writers. Happy January. Uh, So far, so good. Fingers crossed, toes crossed, all that kind of stuff, right? What did you think of the Indie Author Income Accelerator series that I'm sure you listened to last week? (laughs) Um, For those of you who don't know, I put on a seven-day series for that kind of dead zone in between Christmas and New Year's Day. It's over now, so it's not, you know, live anymore, but it's going to be there forever. So if you're interested, go ahead and listen to those, those, um, seven shows. I also offered, if you head to lauriclass.com, the email, the transcripts via email, because some of the stuff, um, that I was talking about, you'll need to go back and, um, and listen or read and do a couple of times because it turns out there's a lot of moving parts to the system, but I've started on the system myself. The income accelerator, the idea behind it is, um, mostly free social media traffic through Pinterest, but through also blogging. And I'm going to complicate it. And you're going to listen to me and go, what? So I'm not going to go into it. Just go back and listen to that seven day series or sign up for the emails at lauriclass.com. Totally free there for always. And I think super useful. Like I said, I'm doing it myself. It's just taking a little bit to, to set it up and to get going. But I have full confidence that it will indeed help me to grow my income. And I wanted to help you do it as well. So there you go. This month, January 2021, uh, as I record this, I want to talk about content. So planning it, creating it, the strategies you can use so that you're not just throwing spaghetti on the wall. But I realized something. And so today I'm going to talk about something else. And starting next week, we'll talk about content. Something that is always an issue for me, which is why I want to talk about it, and maybe an issue for some of you, I don't know, (laughs) talking about squirrel syndrome. (laughs) Raise your hands. Yes, it's me. Um, I'm not even kidding you when I say I signed up for no less than five New Year's challenges. (laughs) And the email started rolling in on Sunday, and I was like, what did I do? So what happened was... There was different sign-up times for all of them. So some of them I signed up for, it feels like a month ago. It was probably just two weeks ago, but um, I signed up for three free challenges, two paid challenges, all at different times. So I didn't even realize what I was doing. One of them is a year-long challenge. One of them is five days. One of them is 30 days. I, I can't even remember what all I did. <laughs> but, but on Sunday, when the emails started rolling in, I was like, oh my goodness, massive overwhelm. It's January 3rd. The kids aren't even back in school. You know, I don't feel like I'm back at work already, but massive overwhelm on a Sunday. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to do this episode in case there's others of you out there who are like me. Maybe you have some client work like I do. Uh, a a big growing to-do list where you add more things on every day. And some of us, I feel like we know what we have to do. And then there's, um, there's like three sort of responses. There's that head in the sand, minimal, easy. I'll do the minimum that I have to do. I'll do the really easy things that I already know what I'm doing. And I'll just, you know, maintain like that because I don't really want to do the harder things. And then there's the people who, 
um, are really focused. I am not one of them. Really focused, but I'm trying. <laughs> really focused, and they know what to do, and their to-do list every day has like five things on them, and they do the hottest thing first, and they eat their frogs, and they're super, super excellent. Yeah, that's maybe uh, my goal, but that's not where I am. I am in the third camp where I know all the things that I want to do, know all the things that I should do, write it all down, <laughs> 20 things every day. Uh, sometimes feel great about what I accomplish, not always, but the squirrel syndrome, I always want to do what I want to do. So on my Trello board, I have a to-do list Trello board. And anyway, I've, I've started a parking lot, like a idea parking lot. And so when I listen to a podcast and I have a great idea, I just pop it in there. When I listen to Pat Flynn about how to, you know, grow your podcast, I, I, I pop in those ideas to my parking lot and I'm definitely going to do better this year. Uh, and not get overwhelmed. I think what happened last year was I spent like eight months, like everybody else, being all pandemic and overwhelmed and I don't know what to do. And then I spent the last quarter of 2020 revved up again and excited again. But then it was like all the things at once. It was too much. So so anyway, I'm going to do better this year. I don't know if you are friends with anybody who's been saying this on Facebook, but I've been seeing this over and over again for the past week or so, and it's this, who's on Clubhouse? <laughs> Have you been seeing that in your groups or on your feed? I'm sorry, am I supposed to be on another social media channel? So anyway, on the off chance that you're feeling a bit of the same stuff, I'm going to share something that one of my five <laughs> challenges <laughs> One of them is about like mindset and your intuition and things like that, um, which is not my sort of regular style, but I'm really appreciating her style. And so something that she shared, I'm going to share with you. So this is not my own idea, but it's it really helped to free me from all of this overwhelm that I'm feeling already. Free me from, you know, getting on Clubhouse, getting an invitation. Do you guys know what Clubhouse is? Is this in your sphere, your realm? Like, are people talking about it in your circles or just me? Anyway, so this lady, Joanna Hunter, she's the one that's the year-long challenge, and it's a lot of mindset and intuition, growing your intuition, belief in yourself, things like that. So um, really cool. But what she says is, you know, you, you might be feeling overwhelmed already. We're on day two of the challenge, her challenge. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed already. And she said, that's a place where your energy is really going to shut down and you're not going to get anything really done. It's that place of hustle energy. So what I am used to doing, definitely, maybe some of you is hustling. And I always feel that really strong hustle energy. Uh, I need to be doing all the things and all the things that I'm not doing, I feel guilty about and like I should be doing. And just always that um, hamster wheel energy, right? Like inside you. And it's not a calm way to be. It's not a peaceful way to be. And I think if we learned anything in 2020, it's that we should really try to slow down and be more calm and if possible, be a little bit more peaceful. And definitely that's on my to-do list, which I I shake my head and and roll my eyes at myself as I say that being calmer and more peaceful is on my to-do list. But you know what I mean. Anyway, so Joanna says, you need to approach these things, approach, you know, your work and the challenge. She's talking about her challenge in particular, but for you, maybe it's about your marketing, about showing up in a blog post, showing up on Pinterest, showing up on all the social media channels, but approach it with, instead of the hustle energy, approach it with playful curiosity. And so her point is that it really changes the energy that you're bringing into your work especially if this is a part-time job for you, a part-time hustle, or even a, like a totally side 
thing. You already have a full-time job. You're already parenting. You know, you really only have an hour or two to devote to your books a week. Um, if you're doing it from that hustle energy, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this, it's going to be stressful, right? You're going to end up burning out and not enjoying any of it and most likely not successful at it. So if you approach it instead from a place of playful curiosity, so let me try this blog post and a Pinterest pin and let me see what happens. And, you know, your energy your energy will be different if you approach it in that way. And so that's what I'm going to really try to keep in mind. I'm excited for this particular challenge because she is sort of bringing something to the forefront of my life that I I haven't really had lately. Maybe I had it a couple of years ago, but then I got on that hustle train and the hamster wheel, and now I'm really trying to get off it. I am leaping from the hamster wheel. Although in my brain, it looks more like leaping off the side of a moving train down a rolling steep hill. The idea is anyway, that I'm going to allow myself the chance to breathe, A, and also allow my myself the chance to play with some new ideas, to be curious, to test things out, to see how it goes, and to put some, you know, less pressure, I think, on myself. So what I've done so far is all these challenge emails... <laughs> I'm not deleting. I think they're all very valid, very worthwhile, and I think all the information will stick around. So I'm not pressured to quickly do things. I'm going to file those emails into folders. So as soon as they come in, I don't have to read them right away. I'll probably read Joanna's because I'm really liking hers. Um, and the other one that's sort of real time, real life. But the other ones I'm going to file into my folders and they'll be there uh, when I get to them. Like, for example, I don't know if you all have heard of Betty Rocker. She's the one, she's an exercise person online who says uh, she's going to make the fat cry. We're all going to make our fat cry. (laughs) And so something that happened to me in 2020 is I laid around a lot and I ate a lot of chips and dip. Shocker, I know, but I did. And so I'm trying to um, improve my whole exercise game. And so she was a challenge, a free challenge, a 30-day challenge that I think I signed up for in November. And thank goodness that it's sort of evergreen and I can do it whenever because I started doing it two weeks ago. I've been exercising for 15 minutes a day, every day. For day, Today was day 16. Yay me. Um, but when it's only 15 minutes, I feel like, well, I can put in my 15 minutes, right? Surely I could put in longer than that. But as a starting place, that 15 minutes is really good. So anyway, that was a bit of a tangent, but I'm making my fat cry. I filed all of her emails into a folder and now I just go to the Betty Rocker folder when I, you know, every day when I need to look at that, that um, workout. And it works really, really well because I don't know about you, but when I have a million emails, I either want to delete them all or ignore them all and it stresses me out. So I need to, I need to organize them. I did do, I think I did a podcast, I should link it, uh, a few months ago on email inbox organization. And I have two email inboxes. I have Hotmail, Hotmail years old. Thank you very much. Hotmail culture for the win, always. But anyway, that's the one where I get all my junky stuff. And my Gmail is organized like amazingly well, according to that process that I that I shared in that podcast a few months ago. But my Hotmail is not. But I'm working on it. I'm not going to say it's on the to-do list. Anyway, so something else I'm going to do uh, to try to help myself organize these challenges and organize my content and all that is make a plan. So I want to plan for what I want to accomplish this month 
and next month. And this Friday in the Writers Club Facebook group that I host, I'm going to have a mini planning session. So if you're already in the Writers Club, plan to jump in with me in the afternoon. I usually aim for about one o'clock. I'm mountain time. So depending on what time zone you are, you can aim to be to jump in with me. But of course, it'll be saved always in there. So a mini planning session, I'm thinking my big, my bigger goals and my bigger content. And here's, here's what I'm thinking that I'll share with you. Um, instead of doing more content and more spaghetti on the wall type stuff, I'm going to be doing better content. And I would encourage you to do that as well. So what does that mean? It, it means not just random Facebook posts, random Instagram posts and stories and things like that a more cohesive, overarching plan, content plan, strategy, that kind of thing. And so I'm going to start that on Friday in the Facebook group. It definitely ties into the uh, Income Accelerator, the series that I did last week with, because it works on, you know, it talks about, I'm talking about myself in the third person. I talked about (laughs) blog posts and then sharing those blog posts with other bloggers and growing your audience that way. So it's all going to tie into that strategy, my content, and um, putting out better content. Maybe not as often. I think I'm cool with that. But better content that I think will be more meaningful for people and more meaningful for my audience. So I am giving you permission to not get an invitation to Clubhouse. (laughs) I'm giving you permission to get off the hustle train and to start approaching your marketing, your book marketing with a more playful curiosity right along with me. And so join me on this Friday. I would love to say the day of the week, but I don't have a calendar in front of me, so I don't even know. But join me on Friday. It's around the uh, 9th, I think. No, eighth, seventh, somewhere around there. But join me in the group and plan alongside me, and then join me for the rest of the month here on the podcast where I will talk more about your content, how to go about creating it in a more um, efficient way so that you're, again, you're not doing the hustle wheel. And, um, and how to tie it into your overall content strategy. Okay, my friends, that's enough for me today. I hope everybody is great and enjoying their year so far. Talk to you next week.